Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. Every relationship begins with you. Today is huge, so important. Well, every day is huge, so important here at Relationship Rescue. This is going to talk about all of these people out there, you guys, and I was right here with you, that were you know, one of your core wounds from childhood is you were criticized all the time by the people in your life, right? And and how what happens when we're adults is um, I'm going to go over how you know if criticism from childhood is still controlling your life because this is really important. If you fall into these um, to these 10 examples of how childhood criticism is still controlling your life, most likely when you look back at your childhood, you could definitely say that you felt criticized and were criticized a lot, whether inadvertently or advertently, whether, you know, uh, blatantly or in a passive aggressive way manipulation so you know in what in what you're going to learn in these uh, 10 different ways that um, childhood criticism is still controlling your life is to see how the inner child the wounded inner child is still at the helm of of, of your ship it's still sailing your ship okay so First of all, you're you're not going to trust. Okay, one of the things about most, you know, the abandoned child, the um, anxious child, the angry child, all of it. You know, this is a universal, just like the universal belief is, I'm not good enough. One of the things about childhood wounding is we don't trust. Right? We've learned that life is not safe. Okay, so this is a universal thing for all of us. Basically, the people that were supposed to love us were hurting us instead. So we quickly learned that we can't trust people and that we're pretty much on our own. And if we can't trust people, how are we going to ever have great relationships, right? We're not. Um, and especially we learned that we probably can't trust ourselves. Now, how this universal um, childhood wound works with criticism is I'm going to show you in the following ways, okay? So now let's, let, let's get going into, you know, these how it's still controlling your life. So let's let's start with number one, in my opinion, you're angry and you're resentful. So, okay, you're you are angry. We know this. Gagging yourself with hurts. You know, you're you're betraying yourself because you feel wrong. So validating yourself is excruciating. You 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 know you shouldn't have to be a certain way, angry. You shouldn't have to feel like you're wrong all the time, but you do. Okay, so if you find yourself that you're angry a lot, that you're basically, you know, hurting all the time because you can't validate your hurts and it's excruciating. There you go. That's sign number one. Let's go to number two. Um, Nobody really knows you, and this is an interesting one, okay? So, even if you're, you know, even if you do receive the approval that you're desperately seeking, okay, which is, you know, you're angry and resentful because nobody's 
you know, proving of you and you can't do it yourself, right? So it doesn't actually, um, you don't resonate with it because no one knows the real you. So how could um, somebody that approves of you approve of you because they don't know the real you? So anyone who tries to connect you is really connecting with what? Your mask, your false protective self. So the real you is there, but it's hidden. It's hidden behind that wall under your shell. shell. You know, um, you're really unknown to anyone and you're kind of pretty much sick of it, which causes the anger too. So, so you're hardly remembered by you. You don't even know what it's like to be you because you don't really know who you are because you're criticized so much. You're constantly betraying yourself. Okay? So you might be a turtle in a shell. You might be the expert chameleon, which I've talked about before in the past, the chameleon attachment style. Actually, maybe I haven't talked about it in a podcast. I'll have to do that. But you basically behave in ways that compromise yourself and you deny your own wants and needs and you reject yourself and you invalidate your perspectives, your feelings and truth. Why? Because you want the approval of others, which you're actually not really getting because nobody really knows you and you're angry about that too. So there's this anger and this resentment and this constant betrayal of yourself, which when, you, when you're always self-abandoning, which is what this is, you're not only um, angry about stuff, you're going to criticize yourself more. See, you don't escape the criticism because what happens is you shift into adulthood while you don't have the, um, the, the parent or the caregiver or whoever criticizing you constantly, you become your biggest crit- the inner critic. You punish yourself daily. So, okay, so what has happened, that means now, let's, it leads to you're starving for external validation. Okay, so you believe that your worth exists outside of yourself that other people have the power to validate or invalidate your sense of self so when you get praised you actually might relax temporarily now but when you get criticized you're instantly diminished so how does this work let's say you are at work okay have you ever um known anybody or maybe in maybe this is you that they you no matter what you say right if you're constructively trying to what they would let's consider criticize in a constructive way saying this is the way we could do it better somebody that is dealing with criticism of childhood wounding with childhood wounding can't take it they cannot take it they will shut down they will go home um let's say the criticism is so bad and they've been criticized at work they'll go home they'll drink they might binge eat. They might overeat. They, um, they'll maybe uh, shut down and lock themselves in a room. They'll cry. They'll have anxiety. Or they also could get angry. And a lot of people that can't take criticism and, and their anger is at the forefront of um, you know, not being able to take criticism. They'll, they'll quit their jobs. A lot of people will go from job to job. Why? They can't handle being told something by a boss because they feel criticized. That's the effect of childhood wounding from, you know, criticism. So people basically react differently to their need for people's approval. So some people will give up trying to get it while others are relentless, the people pleasers, right? So 
And, you know, sometimes again, you may shut down or um, you believe you're never good enough no matter what. So you feel inadequate. So now what's going to happen is the feelings of inadequacy, shame, guilt. And so you will maybe shrink. What does that mean? You, um, to, you, to avoid anybody really noticing you and criticizing you and you have these feelings of shame and guilt and inadequacy, you will dumb yourself down. You will do anything not to call attention to yourself. Why? Because you don't want to have the chance of being criticized. So, of course, you're not going to flourish. You And you abandon any possibility of living up to your highest, fullest potential. You withdraw into yourself, right? So, so basically what you're doing is it's um, helping you to uh, risk further criticism. But in reality, it invites further criticism. It's a self-protective strategy that doesn't protect you. So now you're basically caught up in this self-fulfilling prophecy that's created by, guess what, the closed-off system of the core limiting belief of I'm not good enough. So you respond by blaming or judging others or with acting out behaviors. Okay, so now... You are um, really, instead of, um, you know, going internally and, and trying to hide, you could be the one that's actually, you know, constantly a victim and you're blaming and judging. And then you're, you're overtly being passive aggressive, manipulative, all of those things, all based on the fact that you're not good enough because you were criticized over and over. Now, what's the other side of the spectrum? Another side of this. Well, hmm, guess what? You might just be completely changing yourself uh, all the time to gain the approval. So you're going to be excellent at, at adapting to other people's expectations. You know how to please the people, right? You're equally adept at placating, not rocking the boat, keeping the peace, and self-abandoning. You don't share what you think. You don't th share what you feel. You're not sort of. You're not saying anything. Other people are making decisions for you. Other people are more important than you. You just adapt and adjust and morph yourself into whatever people want to avoid criticism. That's the bottom line. I'm sure this irony is not lost on you, is it? You're running around contorting yourself into a pretzel, trying to gain the approval of people you don't trust. It's exhausting. And you keep doing it. And that means, guess what? You keep betraying yourself. You're staying in the anger, the resentment, the sad. Nobody really knows you. <laughs> See, one thing leads to another. Now what that means, you couldn't, now you cannot accept a compliment to save your life. You cannot red let it. So if somebody gives you a compliment, you can't let it, you can't accept the gift of it. You can't, it can't register with you. Because guess why? Well, that contradicts the truth you believe about yourself. Your mind will ignore. Your mind will distort. Your mind will dismiss and validate the compliment. It will never land. It will not land. You will not allow it to land. And guess what you'll do? Now, this is the craziest part. You're going to wonder, what do they want from me? What are they up to? How are they trying to manipulate me? Because why? Nothing good can ever happen to you. 
because you are inherently bad. You're not good enough. So nobody can be nice to you. Nobody can actually think that you're smart, think that you're pretty, think that you're this or that. No, 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 no. Because even now let's, let's go here. This is going to even be crazier. If you are criticized as a child, most likely if you cannot accept a compliment, you might have been complimented in your um, younger years. And guess what? Somebody complimented to get something from you and you haven't forgotten it. Maybe that didn't happen and you simply just really do think you're a piece of crap because of all the criticism. And so if you're a piece of crap, that means they're lying to you and what do liars want? Something. So yeah, you can't do that. You can't. No, I'm not going to accept your compliment because you are not going to get me. Okay? No way. No way. <clears throat> How painful is this for me? you to even hear me say this, let alone be living it? Can you imagine? And you'll wonder if you can have a great, successful relationship, great career, great life. You can't. You got to heal the wound. Well, of course, now what's the next one? What is obvious here? You're hypersensitive to criticism. And, but So what does that mean? You're going to perceive criticism where it doesn't even exist. You're very good at reading into other people's words. You hear things that weren't said. You perceive slights that were not attended, intended, right? So, so guess what? Now, if someone does criticize you, if you actually are criticized, it cuts you to the core, triggering your inadequacy, your unworthiness, you're not good enough. And what then happens? Well, any number of whatever defense track, uh, mechanisms you have are automatically triggered. You woo, go into defense mode. Okay, so what are some of the defense mechanisms for um, being hypersensitive to criticism? Well, okay, we've kind of gone over some of them, but you might shut down. You'll just, you know, a lot of people just shut down and that makes you even feel worth about, worse about yourself. The shutting down, you just, oh, you internalize it more and you hate yourself more and you, it's, you know, or, or you start justifying yourself. You backpedal. What's another big one? This is the person that goes from job to job. They lash out with counter-criticism. Oh, really? So you think that I should have done it this way? Well, do you know what you should have done? Maybe if you had done this, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, I quit. Hmm. Okay, lovely. Yeah, not good. Um, or in another attempt to, you know, self-protect, you, know, uh, you just will deny it. You will deflect it and you won't even allow yourself to register it. Which, guess what? <laughs> That's just as bad. Because you're still then having internalizing. And you're then even more disliking yourself. Are you getting the picture? This is really hard way to live. Now, you know, um, I teach with my clients and in all of my courses about perspective and um, the different cognitive distortions that we use, the way we look at things, you know. And, um, you know, perspective is a big teaching tool I use. Perspective is probably one of the biggest things you can learn, and it's one of the greatest things I love teaching clients. Um, 
I have a workbook. I have so many things I go through and it's, it's just fabulous. And one of the cognitive distortions that um, people, um, how people see things that have been, you know, criticized relentlessly as a child is they live in a black and white reality. There is no gray area. And that's a really hard way to live because we're mostly living in the gray area. So basically, you're either um, approved of or you're not. You're either loved or you're not. You're either worthy or you're not. You're either perfect or you're not. It's extreme. It's extreme. But it's hard not to think this way when your mind is steeped in criticism. So there is no in-between. It can't be that today, oh yeah, I was a little bit, whatever, made a mistake. You know, oh, you're bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. And this basically rigid mindset is just constantly, um, basically uh, triggering you to just feel worthless and bad about yourself. And then what does that do? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that makes everything more... Um, uh, uh, magnified. You're more hypersensitive to criticism. You cannot accept the compliment no matter what. Nobody knows you because you don't know you. You're basically constantly betraying yourself because you live in a black and white world, in a black and white reality. So you can, you, you know what, you're going to conclude things based on um, black and white reality, right? So, so let's say um, you give a speech. And one person in a room of 100 did not stand up and clap. But everybody else, all 99 other people showed up and clap. Guess what you're going to do? Focus on that one person that didn't stand up and say, God, that speech sucked. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. So what does that lead us to be? Oh, we're extremely hard on ourselves. Your inner critic is brutal. Brutal. You can do no right. Right? You pick at yourself all the time. You're constantly second-guessing yourself. You're doubting yourself. And sometimes, guess what? Most of, A lot of my clients that fall into this say have the same negative self-talk. They're criticizing themselves in the same way with the same words that were said to them when they were a child. Now, where does that lead us? If you are in a relationship with somebody that has this childhood wounding, you're probably walking on eggshells. Because guess what? If you, this is you, you're extremely hard on others. People are nervous around you. They're basically trying to not wake up the beast within you. Because what do you do? You apply your own impossible, harsh standards and expectations on other people. And it doesn't go well. And so your relationships are filled with angst and a lot of anxiety. And then when people leave, if they leave you, you have a self-fulfilling prophecy. See, see, they leave, that people leave. This is why, because I'm this, right? Now let's find, say that you find somebody that you really want to approve of you. You'll be driven. And you will be uncompromising and you will work within um, the perfectionist um, 
polarity. So you'll be basically constantly trying to prove your worth and over, you know, and overcompensate for your inadequacy, but you're never satisfied with your accomplishments. You just basically can't do it. You can't meet the mark. You know, or basically what you'll do is you'll keep moving the goalpost, right? So even if you're in a role at work and you're praised for your successes, um, you don't receive the praise. You remain unworthy and not good enough in your own eyes. Now, as long as they're praising you all as well, but if they criticize you, shit hits the fan. Shit hits the fan! Now, again, so if you've grown up with a lot of criticism, you're going to see yourself in all the points that I just made. And when you internalize this poison and you keep internalizing and letting the poison run through your blood... Okay, you're harming your life, yourself, your relationships, your career. And if you basically choose to do nothing about it, this will marinate inside of you and the poison will basically last you for the rest of your life. It doesn't have to. That's the good news, right? That's the good news. It does not have to. You got to, you know, this is what I do. I help people process the damage, the hurt, and the real scars that are left, right? See, we, we've got to basically remove the energy of the criticism that you have internalized, all of it. It's all got to be gone. You have to start over with a clean slate and create a, yourself how you see yourself. In a positive, beautiful way, you have to get rid of those beliefs that say, this is who you are based on criticism criticism for people that failed you. See, all of that disapproval for your whole life is basically um, been held, holding you hostage. And it is it, it needs to be left in the past because it does not have any place in your present. It does not have any place in your future. And if you keep... Allowing it to control you, your life is never going to be what you want it to be and what you deserve it to be. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Rescue. Everything, every relationship begins with you. You are amazing. You are perfect in your imperfection. There is nothing absolutely wrong with you. But you think there is. And so what you got to do is the part that thinks there is something wrong, we have to fix it. Because there's not. There's only this belief that there's something wrong and that belief is outdated. That belief is based on shit that happened a long time ago by people that were wounded and injured themselves and didn't have the capability of giving you everything you deserved as a child. They could not be there for you. So guess what that means? You have to be there for yourself. Be there for yourself. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your life. You owe it to you, 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 nobody else. You! Because you matter. I care. You matter. If you have any questions about this episode or any other episodes or anything else and you want to figure out how can Heather help me, email me, Heather at HeatherCatherine.Carter.com. You know, uh, you can go to my website. You can send something. Right now, um, uh, one-on-one clients are being put on hold until January. But you can get on the list to start in January. I'm also going to be offering a course called Living um, Up to Your Highest Potential. We're starting January 15th. If you want to get on that list, I'm only taking 10 people on that journey. And it's going to be eight 
weeks of solid teaching of how to live up to your highest potential. If you want in the course, you need to email me and say, Heather, I want a spot and I will need to talk to you before I give you that spot because this is an intensive course. Intensive. If you want to live up to your highest potential, this is for you. Again, I'm not taking any new clients until January. I'm full. But we can still talk and get you up, you know, on the list to begin in January. I hope you have a fabulous day, a fabulous evening, a fabulous morning, a fabulous afternoon. Just remember, happiness is the way. It's not the destination. Till next time.